Alright guys, this is the time guys on the ring with the greatest faction in podcast history. Just regressing the JFW podcast, hosted by Travesty. And I am the SCW High Voltage Champion, Nubby, the Amazing Turtle. And I am Mr. One and O and New LIM Champion, Pac-Man. Guys, this episode of Just Regressing the Jeff Theory Podcast is brought to you by CarterComics.com. It's a one-stop shop for all your comic needs, whether it be graded or raw. Carter Comics has got them all. All you got to do is go to CarterComics.com, check out their store, fill your card up with all their amazing comics. Use the discount code FREAKNET, F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T. You'll save 10% on your entire order. Not just at their website, but also on their eBay accounts. And you can find links to all four of those on their homepage at CarterComics.com. Discount code will work on sales at their eBay pages as well. Again, Freaknet, F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T. Save you 10% on your entire order at CarterComics.com. I'm tired today, guys. Yeah. You've been running through someone's mind. I will fire you today. Today will be the day where I will just let you go. Hey, just... Uh, never mind. Nubby knows how to do that too, so I'm gonna shut up. I, it makes it doesn't make me stand out. Well, what's that? Well, I'm retired, you know, so like I can't do that anymore. Do what? From prof- as a professional wrestler. Oh, gotcha. <clears throat> yeah, it 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 was a tough decision, but you know, you go out on top, you beat the idols. You know, what a better way to go. I mean, Steve and Shelley did the same thing, so it's not a unique thing to do. I mean, I thought it was pretty cool. The crowd, the crowd loved it. They did. They did. They did. Yeah. Yeah, Rock and Roll was good this past Saturday. Got to uh, see a lot of cool people. Met some weird lady who kept coming up to me. Uh, fucking, um, what's her name? Nani the Red Nosed Reindeer. There we go. That annoying fuck. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, sure, she wasn't too happy with the outcome of that match, but uh, I mean, I, you know, when I showed up after, I'm like, ugh, she ain't happy. Nah, yeah. nah. Uh-huh. But I mean, I hope we try to make bring her some holiday cheer with our rendition of Jingle Bells as we sang it in the ring. Did you? We did. All of us. L-I-M, C-Red, Daddy Flash. We all sang. I don't remember that. Well, you're going to have to check it out in the vlog later this week. Perfect. Um, what we got, what we got to talk about? We got NXT deadline. We got to do predictions on. That's this weekend. Uh, Dreamwave, they have two shows. We'll go through the match cards of both those. I didn't get any results from Pow, but 
Kazile and IPA are new champions. Congratulations to them. Um, what else? What uh, Rocket Pro results? Yep. Uh, is there no? There's only so Dreamwave is the only show this week. Yep. Yeah. I mean, there might be other shows, but we don't cover them because they don't come to us. So. That's right. Reach out if you want us to talk about you. Uh, fourth Mother Box. Um, <laughs> I listened to their show three times, and I still don't remember what the fuck they talked about. I mean, was it really that important? didn't seem like it. Kyle was talking, so, I mean, that kind of zoned me out quite a bit. Uh, I did like their conversation about uh, the Star Wars and Marvel, uh, I was it was actually weird. Like when I was listening to their show because I listened to it on Spotify on my way into work. Uh, they're talking about how like the Marvels. They're talking about the uh, the uh, gross profits or whatever. Like is like ridiculously low, and Disney's blaming executives or something like that. Which I was like, I hope they bring that up, and they did. So it's cool that they do their research. Uh, we would do that here, but why? Well, I don't know. Uh, they do their research, but I don't think Kyle does enough research. He he doesn't have accuracy like he no. yelled at us to have. I mean, yeah. so he um he called out uh Brad Hughes of Jedi Talk about a tweet that apparently was in 2004, but uh, according to Google, because Google's a thing and it's, it's actually a good thing to have, um Kyle. Twitter actually was around, well, it was created in March of 2006 and launched in July of the same year. Uh, I don't think a tweet happened in 2004. Idiot. Poor Kyle. Yeah, I, I did I did hear him kind of travesty himself at one point. Uh, he made a note that he was inaccurately saying something, which is fine. You know, it's... People don't come to me for accuracy. They come for me for my uh, ridiculous bitching about nothing. So, and I, I did, I did like the fact that Tom brought up the idea that I complained about everything in that story, except for the whole anal probing thing. Like, and as if like, uh, what would Kyle say? Like, it's something that I'm not ready to quite talk about, or maybe that's the truth in it and everything. And the fact is, like, I didn't talk about the anal probing thing because it's beyond illogical to be anal probed by aliens considering the fact aliens just don't exist. So it's like, you know, I'm not going to sit here and, you know, I corrected a lot of things in an inaccurate story but the fact that, you know, there's these two guys in Florida who believe that aliens are real. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to sit there and, like, why would I sit there and say, like, there's, yeah, the fact I, you know, I didn't get probed by aliens like well aliens aren't real they don't exist so it's like why do i don't have to go into detail about that you know speak logic into an illogical idea but um i'm glad they enjoyed the show i do enjoy their show when uh they're not uh questioning the integrity of our show but i mean hey that's fine you know that i don't know how we became the bad guy you know we're the villains in all this but i blame dave thomas the Wendy's guy? Yeah, yeah, it's all his fault. And, mm. and how dare Kyle assume that I can read? Yeah. Telling me to go look look in the dictionary on that word that I didn't even know. I mean, how dare you know that I should know that word, too? I mean, come on. I don't know words, and I can't read. How dare you? Yeah. Check oh. your privilege, Kyle. Yeah. And another thing. 
Um, he says that everything I say about him is regurgitated low-hanging fruit. Look, the only thing low-hanging fruit that was regurgitated was when you were born in 1986. So Just hang in there like a dingleberry? Yep. <laughs> and it was more like a wet fart that came up. Oh, God. I mean, I, I get... <clears throat> I get who Kyle is. You know, he it's made unfortunate. it very, He made it very clear that he likes to be the guy that is called a piece of shit, which is fine. Um, if he wants to be that type of person, you know, good for him. Uh, I've been called bad things too. It, I don't take pride in it, but you know, I don't, you know, question it or argue it or dispute it. I know who I am and I'm fine with that. People like me, people love me, people hate me. It doesn't matter. But I'm not going to go out there and encourage other people to name drop other podcasts for me to shit talk them and everything because that's the only thing I know how to do. So uh, good for them. Uh, they badmouth Gabagool. They do. And oh, yeah. actually, Gabagool sent me a little bit of audio because he wanted to respond to what was said. So I'm going to play that now. Just let me know if you guys can hear it. Hey, Pac-Man. This is none other than Tony Gabagool, okay? I hear these folks over on the fourth maternal storage apparatus podcast are calling me Tony Bippity Boppity Boutique, whatever the hell they're calling me. It's wrong, and it's blasphemy. Now listen, I need you to send a message over to Nubby and Travis. I'm not going to be able to make it on the JFW tonight. I got something really important going on. And what that is, is I got an eggplant farm in the oven right now, and guess what? I'm going to be serving it up to Kyle's mom for dinner in a few minutes. Oh, Matt Owen, take it easy. <laughs> you, you know, you know, you go to Disney way too often when you mock somebody's last name in reference to the fairy godmother of Cinderella. Like, I haven't been, I haven't been to Disney in. Oh, fuck, I don't know, probably like 10 years or some shit, but I'm assuming that there is a place there called Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique. And if they haven't made it, then what the fuck are those marketing executives thinking? Yeah. Not doing it. I, I they're not. They, yeah, they, they're going to need to hire Tom on to <clears throat> come up with some goofy-ass storefront names and shit, so. Uh, was it Kyle that was doing the Italian? Um Imitation? Oh, yeah, if, that, if that's what you if that's what you call Italian. That's anti-Italian discrimination. That's what Gabagool would say. <laughs> that was uh mediocre at best. Yeah. Do better. I, you know I I admire him for trying though. You know, it's you know, I I think you I don't know what the, what the hell was he speaking Russian or some goofy shit? Klingon, what the hell was he fucking saying? I have no idea what language that was. Yeah, it's impressive. I mean, if if he if he actually knows how to speak that language and then just learn one fucking statement in it, awesome. I encourage him to go out and find, you know, European fucking country podcasts that speak, you know, whatever Dutch, German, what at least I don't know what the hell he was, Swedish, whatever the fuck it was, and wants to go badmouth them or whatever. Feel free to do so. I'm honored the fact that. Me calling Kyle a piece of shit is now uh, on the soundboards, so that's pretty cool. 
Mm-hmm. So you, um, you officially made the soundboard. So that's a good yeah, thing. Hooray. I'm quite honored, you know, it's, it's, I'm glad, you know, I, I would love to brag about how many fucking podcasts I'm on and how many think I'm assholes and shit like that, but I'm not a piece of shit like Kyle, so. <clears throat> I also love the fact that he's like, there are three podcasts who think I'm a piece of shit and two of them I host. Like, then you know you got a fucking problem, bro. The fact that well, 66% of the fucking podcasts think you're a piece of shit you're a part of? Well, one, one he hosts, actually, Tom hosts uh, two of them. Yeah, the Jedi Talk and the yeah. fourth motherball. Is Kyle on uh, Jedi Talk, or has he just talked about on Jedi Talk? He, he occasionally will show up as a guest, and they combined it as fourth mother talk. Gotcha. And they rip on him there, so. Awesome. Well-deserved, wow. by the way. Well, I do appreciate the kind words Tom did say. He did say he enjoyed last week's show, that it was funny. He liked the idea that I said that IHOP is better than Denny's, which is very true. Uh, he just has to find a better way to, you know, do his podcast where it doesn't involve Kyle really talking as much or at all. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, on a same, you know, same people, uh, on a different note, they were talking about when they were talking about punk and stuff and how mm-hmm. Kyle went to LWF, uh, Kyle, little information. I, I told I told Tom this a while ago. It was actually me, you, and Vince. You know the uh, no uh, number two, no cheese, extra pickle. Mike, give me a dollar, guy. Um, we were the ones that went to that Crestwood show that time. Tom wasn't there. I think he might have been grounded that night. You know. Breaking news. Right. Hey. Tom hey. got grounded by his parents. But his accuracy, his accuracy is spot on. Everything Kyle says is honest and truth. No, uh, no, no lies, no, uh, no issues whatsoever in anything he says because he's well educated or whatever the fuck it is. And he should remember because that was the show that the term Billy Wax It was a thing. Uh, Pac-Man, you got off pretty good though, except for the fact that they believe you got teabagged by uh, by Joy Roth. Yeah, I got off pretty light this week. And wait, uh, you got you got off on the teabag? Yeah, that's a testosterone issue, bro. You should probably work on that. Yeah, I get that looked at by the doctor. Yeah. But um, but no, I, I I I they were pretty light on me. But I will say this: I'm done with the idols now, and so. That gives me a lot more time to focus on writing some sick bars, yo. So the diss track, when's our last show of the year, Travis? Well, uh, New Year's it, Eve? It'll, New Year's Eve. Our New, New Year's Eve. Eve show, because that's when the rap's going to debut, that show is going to be, as the kids say, on fleek. Wicka, wicka, what? Because I'm going to write a diss track. That's, that's the whole thing that I was doing there. Fucking mouth breather. God damn it. In this mouth uh, breather's one and oh in professional wrestling. God damn it. I'm trying to remember who the fuck you just reminded me of. I think McLovin. <laughs> you reminded me of McLovin. <laughs> fucking stupid man just now. 
<laughs> you know what? If he shaves and maybe grew out his hair a bit, but I don't know. It has to be slick back or wood moose for it to really be straight. But I'm not, not going to get rid of the soul patch. I'm just going to leave that for Tony Gabagool. You're not rug? The, the, what? Yeah. <laughs> I have never heard it referred to that way. Uh, you did now, buddy. <laughs> Anyone who has just that little bit of hair right beneath their fucking lip, yeah, that's a nut rug. The things we learn on Just Freaking Wrestling, right. the JFW that's podcast. Right. That's right. Next time you, uh, you know, you decide to kneel in front of whoever, you just tell them to wipe their feet first and. There you go. Uh, I do. I do encourage you guys to do, uh, go ahead and listen to the fourth mother box. Like I said, they do have a lot of interesting uh, views and opinions on uh, Marvel and DC stuff. It's very educational. I I learn shit. You know, it's pretty cool. Uh, other than you know the shit they say about us, which you know is completely inaccurate. And uh, if you don't agree with it, I feel you know feel free to reach out to them and tell them that they're you know just pieces of shit. Uh, yeah. Break their back, make them humble. They're wrong about the uh, their views on Fast and Furious, but that's fine. And the Kyle's definitely you, wrong. Did you just stroke on me here? What the fuck did you just do? I did my Iron Sheik impression. I just really miss him. You missed that fucking uh, impression, too. Do it again. I break their back, I make them humble. Okay, so that's not what the first one sounded like. I think he was trying to do what I was talking to. Yeah, rude. Fuck better rude. idiot. You are a better. You are a better idiot. Yeah, you but, but but Kyle is a worse idiot. Oh, he's a piece of shit. Fucking hot garbage, bro. We ain't talking hot double J garbage either. Not hot double J garbage. What what does hot double J do during fucking winter time now? You know he goes through hot double J winter. He uh. You know, still does hot double J things. Solid. Alright, what do you guys want to start with? You want, um, you guys want to do the results or you want to do the match card? NXT. T. NXT. Alright, you want to get the predictions out of the way? Yeah. It's not like it matters. I'm not, I can't win. Like, I can help you guys lose. We can help you out. That's true. Right, what we got? We got. Yeah, we, we got two left. So was it? Uh, Pac-Man, you have to win this one in order to have a chance to win this year. Oh, this would be fucking interesting. Okay, NXT deadline is going to be this Saturday. Is that what December ninth is? I yeah yeah. Cool. All right, you got Dirty Dominic Mysterio defending his NXT North American Championship against Wes Lee. Uh, let's go with Pac-Man. Uh, Dominic Mysterio. Wait, Nubby. Wes Lee. Yeah, I'm going to go Wes Lee, too. Uh, let's go... Uh, God, I can't pronounce his fucking name. Ilja, Ilja Dragunov, how do you pronounce his Oh, Ilya, Ilya. Ilya, there we go. <clears throat> Ilya Dragunovich uh, is defending the NXT Championship against Baron Corbin. Uh, Nubby. Uh, 
dragging off. Dragging off. Yeah, yeah, I'm going. It's, it's my fucking turn, Pac-Man. I'm sorry. Wait till I call your fucking name. That's a won't, ha- won't, ha- won't happen again until the next time it happens. I'm trying. I'm trying to make this as impartial as possible, so we don't inadvertently pick the same thing based on what we're picking. You know? Yeah. That's fine. That's fine. I forgive you. Uh, Tiffany Stratton versus Lash Legend. Legend versus versus. God, why can't I fucking talk? Tiffany Stratton versus Lash Legend versus Blair Davenport versus Kilani Jordan versus TBD. It's a women's Iron Survivor Challenge to determine the number one contender for the NXT Championship. I am going to go. I don't know. It's hard to it's hard to do without the TBD on it. Let's do this. So for the for the next two, their Iron Survivor series uh, matches and stuff. I'm guessing that the last uh, there's for the men's and for the women's, obviously. I'm guessing that the last uh, contender is going to be decided this week. Mm. So make your predictions based on what's in there now, and if you want to change it based on who's going to go in, you're allowed to do it. Agreed? Sounds good. Okay. So for the time being, I'm going to go Blair Davenport. Uh, Nubby? Stratton. Pac-Man? I'm going to go TBD. I'm going to be – I'm going to go dangerous. Or wait, no, you said um... – don't we can, we could change it. Here's the thing: we could yeah, change go. it, but it has to be it has to be changed by Thursday afternoon because okay. I believe. Well, when's when's the next? Is that Tuesday? Yes. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. Okay, we have to change it by Wednesday then. So, who do you want? I'll go with the TBD. Okay. Whoever it is. Yeah. And then they got the men's Iron Survivor match with Dijak, Trick Williams, Josh Briggs, Braun Breaker, and TBD. Uh, uh Pac-Man. Uh, Breaker. Nubby. TBD. Uh, for the hell, for right now, I'm going to go die, Jack. Cool. All right. Uh, what do you want to do? Results or match cards? Uh, do we want to save the results for the end? Yeah, I mean, what what do you guys want to do? Well, I think we'll spend a lot of time on uh, the superstar here, so we'll we'll save that. Here's 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 the thing: we're absolutely not spending an hour and whatever talking about a fucking six man tag match. Absolutely, we we can say that all we want, but (laughs) we won't. We spend. we went. We spent forty minutes on me being dragged into the ring. <laughs> I just want to say we here, have, we have a track record here. Here's the thing, though. I know for a fact that's going to be talked about tomorrow on the Power Hour, Thursday on the Power Hour, Thursday on the Power Hour, and it's going to be talked about on the LIM's next podcast. So we could talk about it, but. It's fine. Yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll just go. We'll, we'll figure it out as we go. It's fine. You know, give him his fucking shine. Which doesn't fucking matter. He's a retired wrestler. Who gives a shit? Hey, so's Ric Flair, and he's the greatest of all time. 
I don't give a shit about him either anymore. Undertaker? Don't care anymore. Ryback? Oh, wait, you know, I was going to say Ryback, but nobody gives a shit about Ryback. Tell you what, I will, uh, I, I will, I will make sure that I book a, uh, a interview with you and we talk about your wrestling career. Oh, we're going to do a whole retrospective going back. Put you, I'll, I'll put you right up there with Ivan Manson and Max Holiday, my best friend. Love it. Uh, Dreamwave presents Uprising. It's this Friday, December 8th, uh, live from the Knights of Columbus, 209 Gooding Street in LaSalle, Illinois. Uh, they got pre-show meets and greets from 4.30 to 5.30. Uh, the main show starts at 5.30. Bell time is at 6. Uh, expected show durations roughly about three hours. Uh, tickets are required for entry into the pre-show meet and greet if you decide to get those. Uh, see here. So we have, and I'm gonna, I'm probably gonna, I looked at these match cards and I'm probably gonna say some names wrong. I do apologize. A lot of these, uh, especially on the Uprising is the All Women Show. A lot of these people are new to me, so I'm probably gonna pronounce some stuff wrong. I do apologize if I do that. I'm not great at pronouncing shit. I mean, ask Kyle. I don't know how to fucking talk. Marsha, Marsha Slamovich taking on Brittany Brooks. Uh, who I believe is the Dreamwave Women's Champion. No confirmation of that. Either of you? Brittany Brooks. I don't remember. I don't remember either. Well, she has a C next to her name. I assume it doesn't stand for captain, so. Uh, Emmy Sakura is taking on Hyan. H-Y-A-N. Hyan. Does that sound right? Shazam. If you guys aren't going to respond within three seconds, I'm moving on. Okay. There we go. Uh, Shaza McKenzie's taking on Mayu Yasha Yamashita. Uh, Zeta Steele's taking on Zaya Brookside. J Rod's taking on Maggie Lee. Heather Reckless is taking on Rebecca J. Scott. Zamaya's taking on Sierra. Shelly Benson and Ivy Malibu is teaming up to take on Sage and Briar Hale. How many of those names uh, sound familiar to you guys? Quite a few. A few of them do. Uh, I mean, I know Sierra, Shelly Benson I've, I've heard of, uh, Heather Reckless, obviously. I think Maggie Lee I think I've heard of. I think she, does she wrestle CSW? Yes, sir. Right? Well, Shaz McKenzie. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I'm, I'm, it's unfortunate they don't got like Shalance on there. She is awesome. Shalance mm-hmm. Knowles. Uh, yeah, so that's, uh, that's gonna be their Friday show in LaSalle. Uh, make sure you check that out. And then the following day, uh, Good as Gold is Saturday, December 9th. Same location, Knights of the Columbus, 209 Gooding Street, LaSalle, Illinois. Main greets at 4.30, main, sh- main show doors open at 5.30, bell starts at, uh, bell time at 6 o'clock. Uh, it's good as gold, which means, uh, you guys, I mean, do you guys know who the special guest is? I think I saw Ted DiBiase on the poster. Yep. Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase, Reverend DiBiase. Everyone's got a price. Streamwitch. Everyone's gonna pay. 
Dreamwave Championship with Christian Rose taking on Hart Hour. Got the Alternative Championship, four-man scramble, first pinfall wins. You got Jack Cartwheel, El Hio del Vikingo, Gringo Loco, and Stephen Wolf. Dreamwave Interim Tag Team Championship, you got Wasted Youth versus Zeke She Enterprises. You're still doing that interim tag champion thing, huh? Uh, Mayu Yashimita and Emi Sakura, who, you know, I guess they're going to wrestle both nights. Uh, taking on Zaida Steele and Zamaya. Going one-on-one is J-Rod versus Hyen. And they also are going to have the Good as Gold Rumble. Which I'm guessing is just a Royal Rumble? Pretty much. Yeah. Cool. Uh, some of the men- some of the entrants currently is Connor Hawkins, Colt Cabana, Brady Booker, Coda Jacobs, Florida Man, Jay Fowler, Mike Bennett, Vic Capri, Hunter Holcraft, Bobby Orlando, Brooks Berna, Jordan Cross, Eric Cannon, and Workhorse. More obviously, War, it will be Warhorse, not Workhorse. Warhorse. Oh, I'm sorry. Warhorse. War, fuck it. No, I said Warhorse. Why don't you want to say Warhorse? Warhorse. And it sounds worse. Warhorse. And it sounds worse because I don't know if Pac Man can tell, but you are breaking up a little bit here. A and there. little here and there, and it kind of so goes. Weird. It kind of sounds like Darth Vader every now and again. Half expecting you to be like, no, I'm actually your father. <laughs> Fuck you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm in the shitty films. That's not true. What? I do. I hate Star Wars. So. How dare you? Can I kick oh. you from this? Oh, oh! You get you just gave I them ammo. <laughs> I, remember, I remember that there was a moment where I was like, you know what? I'm gonna sit down and I'm gonna watch every fucking Star Wars movie. And this is like maybe a couple years ago, and I've only seen Episode One, Phantom Menace. I know this isn't wrestling related, but side note, I've only seen Phantom Menace, and that's because it came out uh, what 2001 or some shit like that, or maybe 2000, somewhere between 99 and 2000 it came out. And I went with uh, a buddy of mine to go see it, and uh, it was okay. It was fine. I, I don't understand why people say it's the worst Star Wars movie, but whatever. I watched episode one, two, and three. I was like, okay, now I gotta go back and watch the ones that came out in like what the seventies or whatever the fuck it was. I started episode four. I got to the point where uh, they uh, the incest bitch fucking showed up in the hologram. It was like, help me, Obi-Wan, and I turned it off. Did you just refer to Princess Leia as the incest bitch? Yeah. She made it out with her brother in the movie, right? Well, they didn't know. Oh, sure. Does that make it, is that, is that fucking, is that what you tell yourself at family reunions and shit? Is that okay? <laughs> well, I, you can... well, I know there. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm just saying, you know, it's like, I mean, come on now, I don't give a fuck what it is, you know? <laughs> no. <laughs> 
The incest bitch. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's the same reason that no, I I I I turned it on and I I think it was like five minutes into it, and then I tried watching uh, Rogue One because I was asking something. I'm like, if I was to watch any fucking Star Wars movie to really get me into the mood to watch fucking Star Wars, which one would it be? And some guys like, oh, you should watch Rogue One. I was like, okay. So I turned it on, started watching it. I got to the point where they're hiding in the sewer, and I'm like, yeah, I'm done. I give up. I can't get past ten fucking minutes without any enjoyment from fucking Star Wars whatsoever. They all suck. So. Except for the first one. I'm fine with episode one. I'm fine with Phantom Menace. I'm okay with that. That is my... That's my measuring stick for Star Wars, and I know they can't do better than that. So, fuck Star Wars. They're garbage. Unbelievable. I just don't give a fuck what you think. It's garbage. (laughs) I want to tell you, they're just not good fucking movies. And then fucking, like, Darth Vader die, like, four fucking times, yeah, he's still around. Uh, no, Darth Vader only died once. The Emperor's the one that, like, resurrected himself and somehow he returned, which is, in my opinion, the Emperor, Emperor Palpatine? No. I will say this. Wait, isn't it a woman? Wait, who are you talking about that died? Who are you? Who's Palpatine? He's the Emperor. He's the, he's... Oh, I think I'm thinking, I think I'm thinking of Padme, right? Yeah. Padme only, Padme died of a broken heart after Anakin turned to the dark side. And then never came back, cause she's fucking dead. Yeah, but she, she's, she's, uh, <laughs> uh, what, Luke and, um. Luke and Leia's and mom. His, yeah, his girlfriend's fucking mother, right? It's <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my head hurts so much, but I, I'm also very much enjoying this. I, listen, I, like I said, I, I don't, I don't know a lot about Star Wars. I, I can't enjoy Literally. it enough to fucking follow through with it and shit. <laughs> I just know that I hear all these stupid things about how, like, like they had this indestructible fucking ball floating through space, and the only thing that blew it up was a small little fucking butthole on the back end of it that they shoved a rocket into and died. And then there's all these fucking, like, white helmet suit people running around. The fuck, what the, what the hell, they, they're, what are they called? Stormtroopers? There we Stormtroopers. go, thank you. Oh yeah. my god, Travis. Yeah, yeah it's just, it's just none of that, I mean, I don't, I don't fucking understand it. And then people are fucking upset about this uh, platypus-looking fucking thing. They're thinking, like, they're the, it's the worst fucking character. <laughs> and yet, somehow... That character is worse than a garbage can that, that wheels around and beeps all the fucking time. Not helpful whatsoever. <laughs> I want to hear more about this platypus thing because I don't even know what character you're talking about. What does the, the platypus thing do? Because I need to figure out what exactly you're talking about. It's in episode one. That fucking platypus thing. Are you talking about movies. Jar Jar Binks? Or Jabba the Hutt? Is that... Is that the big worm fucking thing? Oh, that's Jabba the Hutt. No, I'm talking about the platypus. The thing that looks like a fucking platypus. Jar Jar Binks? No, the fucking, uh, the, the, the annoying thing that fucking runs Jar-Jar. around. Jar Jar. Completely... 
The thing Jar- that looks like tile, Jar- but Jar- just as useless. Jar Jar sure, Yeah, that thing. Yeah. Yeah, that thing. I'm just going to call it Kyle so I can fucking remember it. But yeah, that fucking thing. <laughs> None, none, none of the the movie fucking even the movie the even the one that I like makes no fucking sense to me. Like there's this child that creates this fucking racer, and all of a sudden their parents are okay that he's taken away. What, what the fuck is that? So Shmi Shmi was he was she was a single mom because it Ooh. was like Shmi Skywalker was a single Who the mother. Fuck is Shmi? That's the mom? That's the mom. I thought that was a sidekick to fucking Hook and Peter Pan. No, that's... <laughs> you're not wrong. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's the same fucking thing, right? <laughs> no. Shmi. Shmi didn't get killed. Shmi from Peter Pan didn't get killed by Tusken Raiders. Oh, she died? Yeah, she got killed by Tuscan Raiders, bro. Anakin mom's died? Because that's Anakin, right? The little child's Anakin? Darth Vader? Yes, yes. How, okay, how'd she die? She got killed by just the Just kidding, I don't give a fuck. It's just useless. It's just useless fucking stories. And then here's another thing. Here's another thing. Okay, how do we make Star Wars great? Let's come out with the end of the fucking show, and then 30 years later, we'll tell the beginning of it. And then 10 years after that... Yeah, we'll throw one in at, uh, this will be episode 3.5. You mean episode 7? Who knows? I don't. And then there's Rogue One. That's, that's a completely different story, but still within the fucking story that happens between episode 3 and 4. Oh, that does shit. make sense. Okay. Netflix. And then there's another one that happens between like 5 and 7. And then there's Clone War bullshit. That animated cartoon that's useless. None of this shit makes fucking sense. And then there's Yoda. Doesn't help whatsoever except being able to articulate garbage. Because you think, oh, just because you say the ending of a sentence before the beginning of the sentence, somehow you're some kind of fucking wizard that could save the world? Fuck you, Yoda, you stupid-ass goblin. He's an, he, he's not a goblin. He's he, His origin... Has never been revealed. There's only been two other like him. That's Yaddle and Grogu from the Mandalorian. Like stupid shit. I don't. I don't know what the fuck you're no one, to me. No one knows where Yoda came from. He's not a goblin. It looks like garbage. <laughs> he, just, he looks like he looks like a, a hairless fucking cat. So he was based off of Albert Einstein. His design was based off of oh. Albert Einstein. Oh. So is Yoda okay. a genius? He's pretty wise. Then why can't he fucking talk right? He, he size speech matters not. Yeah. Force you must fight. What? <laughs> Are you fucking kidding? They don't. They don't fight the force. They use the force. I don't give a. Oh my oh, head yeah, hurts. Well, the bad guys. He's a right. Darth Vader's. He's a fucking force, right? Yes, fucking like kills people just by pointing at them and shit. Like they ripped off fucking Hulk Hogan with the you. You know, it's like what the there's there's fuck a are you doing. There's a little more to that than that. I here's, just here's okay. Here's a question. Here's a question for your Star Wars fucking idea. Okay, Darth Vader could choke somebody out just by fucking shaking his hand at them, right? 
Well, there's other things that play the midichlorian count in his blood, all no. of that. But all he has to do is reach his arm out and choke somebody just by just by doing uh, whatever the fuck it is. Pretty right? much. All he has to do is put his arm. Yeah, okay. So what the fuck is he using a lightsaber for? Well, it's the weapon of a Jedi. It's a je- weapon of a warrior. Because the gun, guns and stuff, that's uncivilized. He needed if he just has the force. That's like Cyclops fist fighting somebody when all he has to do is wink at him. I mean, why do the Jedi have lightsabers? Tell me what I'm telling lies here, bro. I mean, well, here's the thing. Jedis have lightsabers. That goes back to the Old Republic, all of that. You know. But they have the Force. But they have the fucking Force. But also they can, the... They can but kill the thing somebody is, without the, touching that. But the thing is, and if anybody is listening, probably Maximus Orion, because I'm going to have him listen to this part. He's like the big Star Wars fan that I know. Uh... If they're listening to this, and I'm wrong, correct me, but there is a connection between the kyber crystals that power the lightsabers and the Force. There's a connection within that. So, like, when, like, the red lightsabers, that's because the dark side of the Force cracks the kyber crystals, so that's why those are red. Normally, they're, like, blue or green, or if you're Mace Windu, purple, because Samuel L. Jackson decided he wanted a purple lightsaber to, you know, I don't know, but it represents power. I'm just, I don't know where I was going with that, but I just... Yeah, I don't know, dude. I'm colorblind, so I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, so... All I know is it makes no fucking sense. I'm sorry, but if you're able to fucking choke a dude from across the room without fucking touching him, there's no point in getting in a fucking sword fight with him with a beam of fucking light. Makes no fucking sense. I mean, it makes all the sense in the world. They're like knights. No. You know, knights have swords. Knights couldn't use the force. They're like space knights. That's the best way to describe Jedi. But they, dude, okay. If I fucking walked up to you and I had a gun in my fucking pocket and a pocket knife in my hand, why would I attack you with a fucking pocket knife? I mean, confuses the enemy. I can I can shoot you from across the room. That's what I'm not getting. All he has to do is hold his hand down and go, or whatever the fuck it is. But no, he's like, no, I want to go hand-to-hand combat with you. Why? Why? <laughs> this motherfucker has to battle a guy who, here's the thing. Like, I'm assuming Darth Vader knew the entire time that he was Luke's fucking father. And then he's like, oh, no, I'm going to have to battle you now. And the idea of at this battle, I may fucking kill you. He could just walk through the fucking door and went, done. And then his big-ass fucking floating fucking disco ball wouldn't have blown up. Not all those fucking stormtroopers <laughs> would have died. Yeah, that goofy. That's what I was like. Why do they call it Death Star when it's an orb? Well, the sun is kind of orb-like, so th- and that's a star, so. Idiots. I think it's brilliant. Stupid. And, and, and Han shot first. For the record, that's my political stance. Boom. Who, who's Han? Solo? <sighs> oh my god. Is that, uh, is that, uh, was it, uh, fucking Liam Neeson? Who played Han Solo? <laughs> I thought, you know what? 
Really? I know it wasn't fucking Indiana Jones. Who the fuck played yeah, Han Solo? Yeah, Wait, was it? Wait, then who was Obi-Wan? <laughs> Ewan McGregor and Alec Guinness. I thought fucking, uh, who did, no, no, because fucking, uh, Indiana Jones hung out with Chewbacca. Yeah, that's Han Solo. That's Han Solo. <laughs> Harrison Ford. So wait, so, so when, when the fucking, uh, when the incest bitch fucking showed up in the hologram, <laughs> didn't she ask Obi-Wan to help out? Yeah. <laughs> I could have sworn fucking Chewbacca was standing around that fucking glowing bullshit when she fucking popped up and did her like, help me, Obi-Wan, you're my only hope. Which clearly, how is Obi-Wan the only hope when she was saved by other fucking people? I actually do have an explanation for that because when she was a kid, Obi-Wan saved her and that's how she knew who Obi-Wan was. Obi-Wan? Is he Hispanic? <laughs> That's Obi-Wan. That's how one. I say it. Obi-Wan. No, it's not the number one. Obi-Wan Kenobi. That's his oh. name. Oh, I thought it was a one this entire time. Like, he was the number one fucking guy. <laughs> like, like he was born right before Obi-2 or some shit. This fucking... I tell you, Star, Star Wars sucks, man. <laughs> That fucking hot dark footage of the fucking franchise is bullshit, man. God damn, I get you know it's uh, God it's so fucking confusing. How the uh, hell did we get here? Dude, I don't know. I, I but we got fucking time to kill, so who knows the matter? I just I'm trying to clarify this whole fucking thing now. So okay, so you got you got Darth Maul, who he existed when Anakin was still Anakin as a child. Yep. Okay, so where's the fucking Rogue One? Is it Rogue One or is it Rogue One? Like, what's that? Like? <laughs> no, that is, that is Rogue One. Okay, so he's the first Rogue. Okay. <laughs> that's, a, that's, <laughs> that's the unit that got the plans for the Death Star to the Rebellion. The person. No! <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's a fucking person, no. man. No! It's a fucking bounty hunter in a fucking suit. <laughs> no! That's Boba Fett. Who? <laughs> the Pokemon? The fucking dinosaur-looking Pokemon? Please tell me you're working us. I'm dying. <laughs> I don't even know much. That That's Bosk. That's Bosk. You're thinking Bosk. <laughs> okay, so Boba Fett is the, the, the fucking bounty hunter. Right. Is that a, And that's a person. Inside a robotic yeah. suit. Correct. Like Iron Man, but not as cool. Yeah, he kind of went out like a chump, and his show wasn't yeah. as good. Is he a good guy? Uh, Kind of an anti-hero. Oh, so like, Started like out really bad, though. The Pretty much, yeah. Okay, well, okay, well, let me ask you then, since you're a fucking Star Wars fan. If there is one Star Wars movie... That would encourage me to watch the rest of Star Wars. What would that movie be? Empire Strikes Back. What's that? Episode four? Five. Five? Yeah, it wasn't making five. That one I couldn't, is, I couldn't get that is four. the best Star Wars movie ever. That's my which, absolute favorite. Which uh which which of the episodes is the one where the siblings are tonguing each other? Which one's that? Episode five. Yeah, that makes sense now why that's your favorite. I'm not watching that garbage. Fuck no. Oh, Hell no. They they they, they 
kind of. It wasn't full on On the mouth? On the fucking mouth? Don't most family members do that anyway? No. You never kissed your mother on the mouth when you were a kid or anything? I kissed Kyle's mom on the mouth, right on the lips. Oh, who has it? Kyle's mom on the fucking mouth. She's like a doorknob. Everyone gets a turn. (laughs) Okay, did they kiss each other before? <laughs> did they did they kiss each other before or after they found out they were siblings? Before, but they didn't know. They were separated at birth. Okay, so they didn't know they were siblings. They kissed each other and then later on found out that they were siblings. Right. Okay. I guess that's not as bad, but it's still pretty fucking creepy. I guess it's not as bad as Game of Thrones where fucking siblings were butt-fucking each other. That, yeah, no, that wasn't I, I, a thing in Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, that's, I, will yeah. Say, I will say this. Star Wars helped me understand Spaceballs better. Never seen Spaceballs. This looks stupid, too. I don't do a lot of, like, outer space movie kind of things. I'm not a big fan of that shit. So I wasn't, like... I... I kind of had a bit of a hatred towards Star Wars and never watched it up until I say a year and a half ago or so when Tom made a a deal with me and said that he'll watch the Fast and Furious movies if I watch the Star Wars. Well, mm-hmm. I held up my end. He still hasn't watched any Fast and Furious. So, he's a dick for that one. I mean, honestly, when you think about it, Fast and Furious and Star Wars, not that different. Uh, in the last few ep- movies, that is correct. Well, I'm just saying, I mean, it, was they, just, it, was, it was a really good beginning, and then as they kept putting them out, they just went to worse shit. They went to space in nine. Yeah, they did. It's becoming more Marvel than anything, and then that's what's drawing me away. That's why I haven't seen ten yet. I mean, I just don't have the time, or I just forget that it's out there. <laughs> or X, fast X, I should say. Yeah, I will. I will say. I popped when uh, John Cena hit the AA because I went to see it with someone, and uh, they were just after I went. Yeah, Cena did the AA. She's. They're just like, know him. Don't and know the Rock did the rock bottom in every movie he was in. So. Oh yeah, I popped for that. Well, at the end of the day, Star Wars is garbage, and uh, you're wrong. I have. So much knowledge of it, it justifies what I said. Uh, yeah, what the fuck oh, was that fucking, that, that fucking, uh, yeah, Job of the Hut, right? That's the fucking worm guy? Yeah. He's the one that had, uh, that fucking idiot frozen, right? Uh, Han Solo. Yeah, yeah, Liam yeah, Neeson. Yeah, fucking Indiana Jones. No, Liam Neeson. The guy from Taken. He was, okay, he was frozen in the, uh, <laughs> What? No, that's that's Elsa and Nana. Who? You know, Elsa and Nana. <coughs> they they now, learned to let it go. Yeah, see, now I know you're just They, they, they learned now. to let it go. Who was fro- who's right. frozen in the carbonate or whatever? The Melorganite? You mean? No, it's like, I'm pretty sure it was like some kind of carbon whatever. No, it, it's used for like uh, lawns. Who who was the guy that was frozen like on that wall of bullshit? It was like the fucking uh well, I can't remember his fucking name. I don't want to say George Harrelson, that's the Beatles. What the fuck is that guy's name? George, George, 
What the hell's going on? I'm George, trying to figure out who the fucking George, guy was frozen in the fucking George, carbonate. George Harrelson? George Harrison is from the Beatles. No, you said George Harrelson. Sure, is that the Beatles? No, you combined Woody and George. Ah, uh, Woody. Okay, but who's the, okay, first off, who's Indiana Jones? Well, I'm not remember that dude's fucking Yeah, name. he's the guy, he had the hat, the whip, you know. Yeah, he, but what's He ran away from name? a boulder. Uh, Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford, okay. So he was a guy that was frozen in the fucking whatever. <laughs> right? Yes. Okay. Well, no, it wasn't then, the actor. It was Han Solo, the, the guy he was playing. Han Solo, okay. So Han Solo oh, we finally was, got um, there. Again, I'm, trying to this out. I'm trying to figure this one part. So, <laughs> so Han Solo, played by Harrison Ford, was frozen in the fucking carbonate or whatever the fuck that is. Yeah, the Malorganite, yeah. That's, a, that's the same guy who's buddy-buddy with fucking Chewbacca. Right. Okay. Now, Jabba the Hutt, who has him frozen, was also the same guy who, like, imprisoned fucking Princess Leia. Right. Okay. Because they were I trying know, to rescue him. At least I know that part. Because I do remember it was, like, some, like, real hot fucking picture <laughs> out there of Princess Leia in, like, some, like, Amazon bullshit fucking outfit and chains and shit. That was when he was, when fucking Jabba the Hutt fucking enslaved her. What movie is that? Is that four? That's six. Wait, with the Jabba the Hutt or? Yeah, when Jabba the Hutt had him frozen in a wall and she was chained up as a slave. Episode six. That was uh, Return of the Jedi. So she calls out for an episode four, but nobody saves her until the sixth episode? Well, she was, no. So she, in episode six, they had this plan to save Harrison Ford, get him out of the carbonite, and um, they realize uh, Jabba realized what the plan was, and then made uh, locked Luke in the dungeon with the Rancor, and Princess Leia uh, was the was uh, getting ready to be made her slave, his slave when she freed. Han from the Carbonite when everybody in Jabba's palace was sleeping. So what were they saving her from in episode... Uh, the Empire. Three. Episode... Three? No, yeah. no. Episode four, or you four. mean. Episode four. Yeah, yeah. Uh, episode four was the Empire captured her because they were trying to get the plans for the Death Star. Why did she have them? Because she was leading the Rebellion. Her dad was a senator. Suspected. We're done. I, I, I can't talk about it anymore. I'm getting a fucking headache. It's stupid. Okay. Uh, Let's talk about Rocket Pro Wrestling. Let's actually talk oh, about we also wrestling. To, oh, we have yeah. to talk about uh, Super Wrestlers, too. I don't have a match card, but it is happening this Saturday, or Sunday, at the Concord Music Hall in Chicago. And we have the Man Overboard match with the Porch Pirates. And we also have uh, Pubic Moose trying to get rid of his Hot Potato Championship. And the Crosturnia Saga between Ryor will continue. Again, this is Sunday, December 10th at the Concord Music Hall in Chicago. Uh, don't miss it. You guys going? 
I will be there. With the LIM. I know, you got bowling, don't you? Yep. Mm. Who's going Pac-Man? Uh, me, Danny, and Double J. We'll all be a super wrestlers. Awesome. All right, let's talk about Rocket Pro. Let's uh, let's get that going. God, I can't believe we just spent 25 minutes talking about fucking Star Wars. That's a good segue, though. Rocket, speaking Rocket Pro. Speaking of Star Wars. <laughs> speaking of Star Wars, you know what else has space? Star stars space. And you know how you get to space? Rockets. Rocket Pro Wrestling presented Christmas Chaos. This it took Saturday. you a minute, but you got there. It did. I kind of, you know. You kind of stumbled through that like Star Wars vest. Uh, you know, depends depends on uh, what executive at Disney's running the product. Uh, so it's more like you regurgitated a little bit. Essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Help me, Obi-Wan. You're my only hope. Shagoths. Speaking of opening chapters, we had an opening segment with Gunner Brave informing the fans that he's not clear for competition. Uh, Shaq Jordan came out during the segment. Gunner had wished him luck in his triple threat match later in the night against Quinn Wittick and Aaron Stone and hinted that if Shaq was able to win the RPW championship, he'd be cashing in his Rocket to the Top briefcase. First match was between Lennox Leone and the master of the Chicago Bear Hug, Steve Michaels. Steve Michaels defeated Lennox Leone by submission uh, with a bear hug. Next, a we had a little bit of Damien um, Saint shenanigans as well. That's uh, I'm assuming that's what you heard. I was getting ready for my match. I know you weren't there. I wasn't there, but I have a friend or an LAM brother who can hook me up with a little feed into the sewers. Ah, thank you, Simp. <laughs> but yeah. There was some Damien Saint shenanigans in that match that led to the victory by Steve Michaels. Um, then we had Damien DeShane going up against Devin August, and Damien DeShane did defeat Devin August. Hmm. Another, I believe it was another uh, the submission. That was and another submission. And Mr. Uh, Thin Mints uh, got involved as well. Hold my hand up and eat my Thin Mints. Arr, That's That's a pretty good impression. I thought it's like Jay Beck was here. Then I, we, could speak, I could speak stupid. Don't worry. Yeah, Jay Beck the bounce check. Then we had for the Inner County champion, Rion Skills versus the suburban German, Joseph Von Jaeger, which I'm sure you saw on your feed, Nubby, that uh, Von Jaeger hit Rion as he was coming out before his match really hard. Mm-hmm. But um, you are uh, – did you go out of order, mister? Uh, no. You and did. I, did I? I took my notes as they happened. I took Tony Gabagool's notes. Well, then they must Dude be drunk. was drunk. <laughs> Gabagool? No. But go ahead, talk about that match, and then if we'll, we'll go back if we need to. So we had new inter-county champion Joseph Von Jaeger. And after the match, uh, Damian Singh came out with the undeniable 
saying that uh, Rion is a dinosaur and he's about to go extinct, and then the undeniable beat-down Rion skills, who had to be helped to the back. Which is kind of crazy, because, now granted, Rion kind of deserved the beat-down for what he has done. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, what was the point of the GM uh, basically orchestrating an assault on somebody? Mm-hmm. Add that to the list of shit. Definitely hey, very unusual. I mean, thank God Steven was there to make the save. Or else Rion would have been badly hurt. Mm-hmm. Then we had, or what was the what was the match that was skipped over in my notes? Uh, the two out of three fall bumper ball match. So yeah, before that there was the promo of Ryan Matthews giving Shelly flowers, um, and that led to a brawl between Maximus and Ryan in the uh, lobby of St. Joe's Park, and Shelly telling him to knock it off. Undeniable was banned from ringside for this match. Um, and humorously, Shelly flicked uh, Maximus's nose to try to get him to calm down. So, like Trav- so Travis, you were there for the uh, battle ball match. What was that experience like for you? Give it a second, it froze up on me to say that again. So, you were there for the battle ball match. How hardly fought was that match from what you saw? <laughs> well, sir, there's uh, one or two ways I can go about this. Are you looking for a shoot answer or a work answer? Uh, We'll call it Travis's choice. <sighs> Kind of like Shelly's choice. It was so fucking stupid. <laughs> it was a really cool concept. Um, it was it was entertaining. Uh, uh, unexpected, I guess, is a cool way of putting it. I'm guessing this is a Fortnite fucking thing. Like, is that an actual like battle you mm. do on Fortnite? No, no. Oh, okay, gotcha. If it was, that would have been pretty cool. Uh. It was a cool idea. I, I was terrified for the referee the entire time because she kept getting hit with the balls just as much as those guys were, and not in a good way. Um, but I don't know if that type of fight resolves the issues that those two guys have. No. 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 But it, it, it was entertaining to see. And I can understand, like, if that was the shit that Rion was forced to do, I can understand his attitude now. It looked kind of fun, honestly. It, it, it looked fun. It just, that's not the kind of thing that resolves an issue. It's just not. Yeah. And I mean, Maximus did win, if I remember correctly. Yeah, he and, won two to one. Yep. And Undeniable came out and started beating him down and, um,. Stone did come out and, um, you know, made the save. 
And after this, we had the Miracle on 34th Street fight between Wicked Side Bricks Burna and Old Evil Christian Rose. Uh, there were chairs involved. There were stop signs involved. Um, there were lights involved. I mean, all sorts of instruments of destruction were used. When Christian Rose hit Burna with the fucking strand of lights, all those fucking high school lights just exploded over the fucking audience. Mm-hmm. It's fan-fucking-tastic. I mean, it was intense. It was very intense for a street fight. And the winner of the match was Christian Rose by the by way of the Boston Crab. Boston yeah, he, Crab out. That's right. Yeah, dude, dude got knocked out, and uh, who, who was it? Uh, I, I fucking the guy, the other fucking coyote. Uh, Damian Deshane, or the guy that yeah, was in the match? No. Yeah. No, not the Shane, the other one. The one the one who had to come out and kind of he kicked uh Christian in the head. The outer mm-hmm. limits champion. Oh, Connor Hopkins. Connor Hopkins, yeah. Um yeah, you know, you really didn't see him kind of like against Christian Rose at, you know, over the course of the last couple of months like you did Berna and the Shane. Mm-hmm. So it almost kinda of seems like it's gonna be Connor's turn next with uh Christian Rose. But it does kind of look like maybe the uh, TDC is going to stick around uh, with or without Christian Rose being a part of it. So. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. 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 Yep. And then we mm-hmm. came back when we came back from intermission, we had the state of RPW address with Shelly and Damian Saint being present. Shelly confronted Damian Saint about his actions over the past year. And Shelly made the decision that even with the standing room only shows, Saint will need a co-general manager. And Saint was not happy with the decision, but as the announcement was about to be made, uh, Joey Roth's music hit and started to approach the ring. Distracted them. Roxy Hart entered the ring and attacked Shelly from behind. And Steve Arendt, Came to Shelly's aid to scare off Roxy and Joey. Interesting how you'll come to, you know, Shelly's aid, but not Rion's. Hmm. Hmm. Something to ponder. Oh, you know what to ponder? I've been saying that shit about him for the last couple of months. I was not coming to anyone's fucking help except for fucking uh, Shelly. I mean, he tried to come to my aid back in October. Sure he did. Sure. But was held off and got hit with the bat. Sure he did, buddy. Sure he did. Then we had oh. the... Uh, uh, oh, there's, no, what there's, are the... There's, there's no video proof of that fucking happening. It's just him laying on the ground. He could have slipped. Oh, it's on the Rocket Pro uh, YouTube channel, so you can sure. see it there. Sure he did. But I have a question. Uh, what are the thoughts on this cold general manager of some sort, even though... I don't think an official announcement was made. I mean, no, but but a look on Shelly's face that you know once uh, uh, came it didn't seem like he was actually the GM, and I think even Joey said when he came out was it should be me or some shit like that. So yes. I don't think he is the official GM. Um, it wasn't announced. It wasn't mentioned. Obviously, with her being a test, she couldn't complete the uh, 
the announcement and everything, but I mean, I don't think you need fucking two general managers to run a wrestling show. You just let, you know, let the guy run the fucking company like he's been doing for the last year and crushing it. Well, yeah, he's crushing it, sure, but getting involved too much. He does get involved too much, but you can't argue with the attendance at the shows. Yeah, we can actually, but we won't get into that, dude. It was dude, it fun. was called it it was called out by Shelly herself. Dude is crushing it, bringing it, in great talent. Sure, except for except for firing you, which I don't agree with. And yes, the involvement in the matches I also do not agree with. But when you put all that aside, he's not that bad as a general manager. You gave Pac-Man a fucking match. Oh, okay. Because that's a good thing. He lived. Still here. Kind of. Don't know how, but still. It, yeah. No, see, it's not. So, oh, he's a good, someone's a good worker, but they have a bad attitude. So what do we do? We keep the good worker or are we going to have toxicity in our in our locker room? Bosses, or even out in the... Bosses are not there to make friends. They're there to make no, money. But they're supposed to set an example, and he's not setting an example by getting involved in matches. Like last month. What did he do? He ruined a good match in um the Chicago Bear Hugs match. He did, Wait, did the Chicago Bear Hug really need help? I think Damien was more out there for more support than anything. Okay, so he was going to use the cane, he got caught, but then he took off the turnbuckle pad. That I mean, was that was good, it's just, right? It's just what he thought happened, I mean. And then we, um, that's what I saw, but that's okay. I, and see, my opinion doesn't matter. I don't work there anymore, but it's just you crazy probably, to me. You could probably still be employed there if you didn't call him an asshole. He is an asshole for what he did. So yeah, but a boss can't assault you either at work. Yeah, I guess that's true. Touche. It, the, the point the point is like I get it. He he's a he's good at what he does. Yeah. Brings in the talent. Great matches put together. His involvement is what I called last year. I told him. You're going to go down this road now that you're going to start getting handsy. And he said, I have never been handsy yet. He used the word yet. And now he's getting way too handsy. And that is what's drawing people away. He, what he needs to do is sit his ass in the back where he belongs. Stop playing freaking freight favorites. See, I can't. There we go. Yeah, I was right. Playing favorites. Having a fucking alliance. Mm-hmm. And, you know, no, getting involved in matches. No, that is not what a GM should be doing. And I'm hoping uh, Shelly's plan of a new co-general manager helps and brings him down. And I'm not saying bring him down to the point where he needs to go. I don't believe that. I really don't. Yeah. He's good at what he does, but he needs to be tamed. And get to the job at hand instead of being a politician. Because that's what he's doing right now. He's playing politics. He's taking all the money, playing favorites, doing what he wants because he thinks he can. Yeah. The one thing that I know, and speaking from a general manager perspective, uh, perspective, is that there are times where this job will go to your head and you'll develop an ego. Um. 
and that's probably where Damian Stanley is at. I think the job is getting to him a little bit too much. Um, I'm I'm guessing that whoever the Shelleys decide to bring into the business as a co-general manager is going to be like, you know, his ying to, you know, whatever. Their ying to his ying or whatever the fuck it is. And kind of ground him a little bit more and keep him in check. Uh, check the balance. Yeah. Exactly. So I don't know who it is. Um, I'm excited to find out. I'm, I'm guessing we're going to find out in the next couple of months. I don't think they made an announcement on how they're going to actually, you know, release that information. If it's going to be on some video, if we're going to find out, you know, next, you know, next year, whatever the hell it is. Um, but when the information does come out, whoever it is, this is as they don't get to the level of, um, of, uh, entitlement. That seems like some general managers really get to. Cause this, and I've this, seen it, plenty. Oh, yeah. The power goes to your fucking head. It does. Look at fucking Pac-Man, you know? And he's not even the general manager. He's just, no, he's just a that. leader of a fucking group. Then he just fucking lets that power go to his fucking head. And that's why he needs to keep his shit in check. You know? Wait, the power's in my head. Wait, how? Zombies. I mean, if we, if we, I mean, some examples. Oh, I God damn it. It's like, uh, what? I mean, I've talked about this. I've talked about this before, but I'll use Steve as an example. He let the, the mm-hmm. job get to his head, you know, back at Global, and he wanted to take over the company to where he had his own faction. But because his, he just, he took one bad step, yep. and everything went to shit. Yeah, he became general manager elsewhere, and he was, you know, a little bit more tame because he learned his lesson. But then you look at others like Keith. He did the same thing, and now look at him. He's yeah. got nobody at this point. Oh, yeah. Terry, no- Terry Allen is an example of somebody who I wouldn't say he has an ego. And, you know, trying to take over a company, he's just making – decisions that aren't always great but he's tough i think mm-hmm. more we sh- someone should it should be more like a terry allen maybe step it down a tad but i, I don't and yeah i do hate saying for what he did to me i it what that was it that yeah. made me realize that he is going down that path yeah and unfortunately i can't do nothing about it is what it is look i mean if i see him in the parking you. lot maybe Oh yeah, look at Hector from Pow. Uh huh. Looking uh, what TJ Steele? Is that the CSW guy? Yeah. TJ Steele is definitely a big yeah. uh, example. He's so, down that road. Yeah. So, so the power, the power does somehow eventually get to everyone's head. It's just how you keep it in check. Luckily, you know, knock on wood, I haven't gotten to that point yet. But I keep a lot of like behind the fucking you know camera shit. I don't get, really get involved too much in the. uh because it's really when you get out into the ring, you start, you know, making your presence more known is where it starts to really affect you. Uh, I mean, t- to me, again, not to give anything away, but it sounds like Steve might end up being that fucking co-general manager. I mean, he's Shelly's friend. He has the experience and everything. So it wouldn't surprise me if it ends up being Steve. But, I mean, I guess we'll find out whenever they do decide to make the announcement, uh, whenever that is. But I mean, so far, he's been it, general manager everywhere. Why, why not Rocket Pro? I thought it was going to happen two years ago. 
Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, I mean, if it's Steve, it wouldn't surprise me one bit. But it seems like he might be the most logical choice, unless, unless they could find somebody that can really make like change. Like I said, I mean, like I, I don't agree with a lot of things Damian Saint does, but when you look at a financial perspective, you can't argue with what he's fucking doing. Um, but it was also unnecessary for Roxy to attack Shelly. It was unnecessary for them to come out and get involved to begin with. Thank God Steve finally decided to step up and help somebody because he hasn't done it for months. Um, so yeah, only only for Shelly, but they only for Shelly. Yeah, didn't do it for I you. Even... Didn't do it for Pac Man. Well, he tried. Not Rian. Not Rian. Not even Rian. Yeah. yeah, he did not. He he was not willing to help out sixty percent of the power hour. Would he have done it for Rachel? I think Rachel could probably hold her own. If she was attacked, he probably could he'd probably come to save her. But you would also hope at that time uh Hot Rod would be there. I'm sorry, no more no longer Hot Rod. Daddy Andy would Daddy not Andy. be there. Yeah. Um but yeah. Anyway, uh go ahead. What happened after the uh Saints of the Union? We had match five for the Outer Limits Championship. Uh, Wild Child Connor Hopkins took on Hartenbauer, and Hopkins retained the Outer Limits champion via pinfall. Really good match. Solid fucking match. After that, we had the triple threat for the RPW Championship, Shaq Jordan versus Quinn Wittick versus Aaron Stone. Aaron Stone pinned Quinn Wittick to retain the title. After the match, the Undeniable came out and attacked Aaron Stone. Maximus Orion comes off to Stone's aid and fights off the Undeniable, which brings out Damian Saint to make the match next month. Aaron Stone versus Maximus Orion for the RPW Championship. That's an interesting dynamic. And it's like you're trying to punish two people, Mm. but you're actually giving someone a title shot. Is this is this Maximus Orion's first uh, opportunity to championship? So he was a former inter county champion. Yeah, I know. Yeah, um, but he's I know never, he lost at the rerun. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, I the Rocket Rumble the first year, I believe the first show I believe was to crown the RPW champion, mm-hmm. um, the inaugural champion, which I believe that was. And if someone can correct me if I'm wrong, I believe that was Mark Reconcile. I don't know. When I first started coming around, Christian Rose was the RPW champion. So anything before that, I have no idea. Yeah. I mean, I was in there during Mark Reconcile's reign, but I do kind of go back to RPW history from time to time just to kind of see how far the company's gone. Yeah. Um, I kind of followed a little bit because I'm good friends with Mark Reconcile, so I, I knew he was champion at that point. Right. So he was the, so technically that first Rocket Rumble was for the RPW champion and, and he was the first entrant in that match. Maximus Orion was the first entrant in that match. Okay. Um, so this is his first, but I believe this is his first solo opportunity at that title. Gotcha. Okay. Cool. Good for him. And then we had a no disqualification six man tag match. Uh, between the fabulous idols of Joey Roth, Damian Gray, and Kevin Cade versus Rockstar Johnny Nye, Seared, and some guy that calls himself PX. I've never heard of him. Sounds like a piece of shit. Yeah, I can't stand that motherfucker. Nobody can. 
That guy is green as goose shit. Fucking Mark. He's a fan entering the match. I mean, what kind of a guy does that? Oh, wait. That's me, guys. Yeah, I was in a match on this show. Yeah, we know. Trust me. We fucking know. And you won. Congrats. Okay, let's move on. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Are we we missing a couple details here? I don't think so. You walked out. You did your shit. I did with the LIM Druids, which was your idea. So thank you for that, Travis. Um, guys love doing that. They had a lot of fun with that. Um, I mean, we're, so Red had Joey Ross in a wrist lock and he came to the corner and I was just so eager because I'm in a professional wrestling match. I, I tagged him in. He wasn't happy about it at first. And I just explained him like, I've been doing training. It's all good. Let me take control of the arm. So I took control of the arm, and I realized midway through, because he was moving closer to the, uh, Joey was moving closer to the idol's corner, that I didn't have full control of his body. So I realized I was doing the hold wrong. But in that time, I remember somebody said about how many pockets Joey Roth had and how many weapons he could add. So I decided to pat him down mid-match, just because we needed to know how many weapons he had stored on his person. He kind of was confused about it, tried to punch me, which I managed to dive out of the way and um, get, uh, you know, get out of the match with uh, Johnny and I tagging on. Yeah. Hold on. Don't don't say dive as if you fucking matrixed it. You fell to the ground and crawled away. Uh, well, <laughs> you just, don't act like you fucking bent backwards and dodged the bullets, man. He swung and you just fell to the ground and crawled to the fucking corner. Hey, it works for Keanu Reeves. Yeah. God, and man. as, um, you know, Johnny was in the ring, C-Red got some dodgeballs and the idols kind of got to a point where they had to regroup. So we threw dodgeballs at him, and C-Red had a big red dodgeball. And he got Cade right in the head. That, that made me chuckle. Because I did that I did that with the clown nose right in the fucking noggin. You can't miss that big thing. Yep. But, you know, Cade came back into the ring, and, you know, C-Red was trying his best to German suplex him, but you know, was having a tough time getting him up. I mean, he's a bigger guy. He's going to have that issue. Um, and they, as they were trying to uh, cut off, you know, C-Red and everything like that, C-Red was having issues. He came to our corner, and I tagged in again. And I was going up against Kevin Cade as Damian Gray, who was the legal man at that point, was recovering. And, and then an idea came to my head, and it was that I was thirsty, and I really just wanted to drink a beer. And I really didn't were, have any. I didn't have it. I was quite parched. It's a it's a dry heat, so you can barely feel it. But you, but I came into the ring with some beer, and I'm like, well, I have a couple beers here, so I don't know. I'll give the other one to Kevin K. And K took it. Said he's like, all right, yeah, but after this, I'm gonna kill you. Took the drink, and then another idea came to my mind. It's something I've seen a lot. As a wrestling fan, I've seen this happen a lot. So I put my beard down, I kicked him in the gut, brought him down with the stunner, the 
Podcast Papa Stunner. It did. At, at that point, the idols didn't know what to do at all. So they all came into the ring, tried to go after me, and then, uh, you know, they came after C-Red uh, and, and Johnny cut them off, and then Roxy managed to call somebody, and it just so happened to be my father, Flash Harris. Now, he took out Red and Johnny, and I was the only one in the ring. I was there all by myself. Damian Gray had me on my knees and uh, told him to hit me with the baseball bat square in the face. And um, I realized I phrased that really weird, but it is a family show. Oh, man. I, after you told me your favorite uh, fucking part of uh, Star Wars, I was like, I have no idea of weird things. No, it was the part of um, Luke going through the tunnel and seeing Darth Vader, you know, swiping him down, and then it turns out that it's a it's Luke Skywalker under the mask. Was it Did he swipe point? left or right on him? Uh, he, su- he super wiped. He's super wiped. But, you know, I thought I was going to get my brain and my world rocked. And in a really, really surprising moment, you know, Flash hesitated a bit. And, um, you know, Damien was yelling at him to do it. And... Uh, Flash wound up hitting Gray in the head with the bat. So then I kind of took a moment to realize what exactly happened as Flash was standing in the corner. He kind of gave me a nod. And then I took my elbow pad off. And I threw it to the ground. And I ran the ropes. And then I came to the center of the ring with the L-I-M hand gesture. And I dropped the L.I.M. elbow. And from there, one, two, three. And ladies and gentlemen, PX is 1-0 at professional wrestling. So, long story short, C-Red, Johnny Nye, and myself defeated the Idols. But after the match, I shared a beer great. with my dad. That would have been great if you ended with the L.I. Embo. The Limbo. You know, Danny said know. that earlier today. Yeah, well, unless you recorded it, there's no proof of it, so I said it first. Um, yeah, Flash Harris, good for him. Finally uh, showing back up at uh, Rocket Pro Wrestling. And he is a member of L.I.M. now. He yeah, I saw, I saw a group picture taken with all the LIM members that were there that night. Uh, except Malvi, you weren't in it. Uh, you probably weren't invited up there with everyone else, which is fine. It was a real sperm of the moment uh, picture opportunity. Yeah, 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 it really was. You know, last minute sitting up there for 10 fucking minutes. Yeah. yeah. Well, Nani was yelling at us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I got it, yeah. And yeah, we had took, to sing to her. Yeah, he took a few pictures and then Flash got into the ring. You guys took a few more pictures. All while me and uh, Nubby are sitting there watching you guys do it. Not one time did anyone look over and like, 
Hey, Nubby, you're a member of LAM. Get in here. No, you guys, no. But hey, that's cool. I'm sorry, cool. Nubby. Yep, can't go back and change it now. But I had a beer with my dad, and I gave awesome. him a big hug. Saw that, too. That was really cool. I love cool. my dad. Good for you. I love my dad, Flash Harris. He's my dad. Yep, heard you. Oh, okay. So after me and my dad uh, went to the back to celebrate with a few more beers, Sean Danger came out dressed as Santa to pass out more old style to the fans. And Damien Saint shut down the act of giving. What a Grinch. But he gave, but he let me wrestle, so that was pretty neat. Yeah, that was nice of him. That was cool. That was cool. Uh, <coughs> but last, we had the main event of the evening for the RPW Tag Team Championship. The Dark Carnival versus the final level. And Shogun and Marche defeated Cody James and Cypher to retain the Tag Team Championships. And that was Rocket Pro Wrestling Christmas Chaos 2023. Semi-main evented by the podcast papa and Mr. One and O, retired professional wrestler, Pac-Man. Yeah, I don't care what anyone says. Your match should have been main event. <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know why it wasn't, but it should have been. I could have been main event P. Yeah. Uh, next, uh, go for, uh, Rocket Pro is what? The sixth day of January the month 7th? of January. Uh, the sixth. sixth. Yeah. Sixth. Yep, January sixth. Resolution. And they have one match made so far. Awesome. I'm gonna Any go be back. Thoughts? I'm gonna be back there to relive the glory years, and I'm just thankful for the fans for supporting me for throughout the minutes of my career. Uh, I'm, I might show up. I might just be in the parking lot again. Bill Shelley, I heard, might go to that. I mean, I do want to see, you know, the human highlight real acid make his debut. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's probably the only reason I'll go. I think I might sit in the back, though, away from fucking L.I.M. Well, you got to sit with them second month in a row. <laughs> what was that experience yeah. like, buddy? It's like sitting through Star Wars. You don't know what you're doing, but you're just doing it. It's like just being stuck in Malorganite, right? Just, yeah, just being stuck in Malord, am I right? Yeah. <laughs> stuck in Malord? Stuck in Malord, am I right? God. <laughs> uh, I feel like there's something missing. Is there anything we're missing wrestling related ones? Uh, we talked about my retirement. Um, we talked about Rock Pro. We talked about Dreamwave. We hit on Super Wrestlers, and we did NXT. Yeah. And we spent twenty minutes on Star Wars. Yeah, if we didn't fucking talk about Star Wars, this would be an hour long show. <laughs> I feel like there's something missing. I was like, anyway, cool. I'll take an hour thirty. Uh, um, who's uh who's the guest this Thursday? Uh, it is Ryor of Crosternia to talk about the Super Wrestlers. 
Yeah, it's going to be in a different universe. The different universe is Thursday. Yeah. Exactly. I'll give Steve three days to fucking listen to this show, so. Mm hmm. Speaking of which, uh, guys, our merchandise is currently on sale over at Tee Public. If you want to pick up anything, make sure you go to tpublic.com, T E E P U B L I C dot com. Search JFW and uh, pick up our merch t shirts, uh, koozies. No, not koozies. You should have koozies. Uh, t shirts, coffee mugs, cell phone cases, posters, pillows, bags, whatever. Hoodies, baby onesies, whatever. Brand new, uh, fuck yourself t-shirts there. Make sure you check them out. So. Anything else? What's next week? Uh, we got Super Wrestlers. Uh, uh Dreamwave results. Well, next week, not this week. Oh. Yeah. And IPW and SCW. That it? Yes. Mm-hmm. No, IPW's not next weekend. I thought it was the following yeah. weekend. Nope, it is next it's weekend. The, it's the 17th. Oh, it is next mm-hmm. weekend. That's right, yeah, because of oh, Christmas there. Eve and New Year's Eve. That's right. Yep. Gotcha. Awesome. Guys, make sure you follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, just by searching Just Freak Wrestling or the JFW Podcast, and uh, make sure you go to our YouTube channel, subscribe there, the notification bell, because next season we are going to start releasing video podcasts, so I encourage you to check it out. Make sure you uh, subscribe wherever you do listen to our podcast, and if uh, they ask for it, make sure you rate and review us, because why the fuck not? That's all I got. I believe we can. Ring the bell on this episode. Perfect. As always, I am Travis D. And I am Nubby, the amazing turtle, Cowabunga. And I am Mr. 1 and 0, and a retired professional wrestler now, Pac-Man, shut up Santino, and fuck the idols. And thank you for listening to another episode of Just Ring Your Ass and DJFW. Bye.